This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. Leave it at. <laughs> we left it at. Uh, welcome back. Welcome back to the playoffs. Hope you guys are enjoying. That's for the conversation. We've nailed the first album. We've now just introed the beginning of the next album. Yeah. We've had the power. We've had the birth of Love Unleashed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So the Mexican, you. Yeah. So so this guy uh, Miguel is he's uh he's what actually led me to to create like it was. That was when I got the go-ahead to do this project, mm-hmm. Love Unleashed, and um, it was it was a really that album really 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 like if in terms of one of the most successful. Yep. It was that one. It was that's, like that's powerful. My, album. That's my favorite. I, like I don't mm. think you know the way you buy a CD and on a CD you when a certain song comes you forward because mm-hmm. this one I play from beginning to end. Yeah. So so the 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 the, the what what can I say the um, the single that came out for that one was actually December Ich Temeko. Yes. Yeah, huge. so the, the first time I actually released a an actual single which was like you know which was a love song. Yep. So it was it was beautiful what and Ich Temeko means love. But but you know what's crazy? Yeah. Do you know? What? Yeah. <laughs> and and the the first time I'd ever done it Demico was at Pompey's album launch in 2012. And what is the reception on that? Crazy. Crazy. Great. Mm. So like I would write songs like years before, and then later on I say, okay, cool, here. Okay. Then I'll then I'll release it. Lord of House. Every day I want you I don't mean to sound so hard But it's every day I need you I loved you right from the start Sometimes I feel I've drifted Off to the furthest stars Only to find I'm rested Wrapped in your loving arms Ancient and we go the causes my heart to sing So um each demo was actually was 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 uh, And you say it, it means what again sorry? Love. Love. In Bemba. 
okay yeah so each time we call like this is the love each time we call means um it's the love they cry for mm. yeah this okay. is the kind of love everyone cries for yeah yeah and then each time we go chove like your love tachava ngabambio like um it's it's not like others ngalaluba baby when i get lost your love always brings me back so i based that scripture that song on first peter chapter 3 one mm. to seven where it talks to wives and husbands and he says like if if they stray away that the other should continue in the faith so that you might draw them back. Mm, okay. So that's what that's what the song is is that. But you wrote this in 30 were you married? Yes you are. You're married by I was married by then yeah. Was 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 there a reason deeper to this as to why you I think it? I'd come to understand. I think I'd come to understand love in a different way. Okay. Because like you know before, prior to that it's like oh this is love is just so perfect. That's mm. like even in my love songs I never put an idea of like i found this most amazing person who can never do you know what i'm mm, saying mm, mm. it's it it has to have an element of flaw yeah you know what i'm saying you it has to have an element of imperfection it has to have an element of you know this person has their you know it, it's like you know with kids as mm. well you know when you learn to mm. love, like these are kids uh, yeah. you know what i'm saying <laughs> These are family members, yep, you know yep, what I'm yep, saying? Yep, yep. So there's always that and the people that we love the most, they're not perfect. True that. So so that's what I'd come to understand with that. But then whenever we sell like love songs, it's always like you're the light of my life, mm, you're the greatest mm. person like are they really? <laughs> <laughs> like what's wrong with my marriage? <laughs> Are they really? <laughs> so, so yeah. So that was that. That for me was each time because like okay, now I fully understand. I like I kind you know, um, but 2014 as I would say at that time one of the most successful years for me as mm. well was one of the worst years ever in What? my life. Was one of the worst years ever in my life. Okay, because it 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 was it was the most transformative year of my life very like in terms of change transformative year of my life was and your son born so my son my first born son mm. was born in 2013 oh okay yeah so zane was was born in 2013 uh, and then uh zion was born the year after okay 2015 um so i want to see say that so there When, prior when I was talking I said there was a there was a guy um Holuasi mm. who uh had been really really good friend of mine and uh he had come to the airport when I was leaving for the states yes 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 the, the one yeah. guy yeah worked yeah. for Zeph so great friends um at the time you know So him and I were not were not talking as much mm. as we and he would try to reach out. And um personally I I distanced myself a bit because of reasons I don't want to yes, mention. Yes, I get it. Yeah, no problem. Kind of inf- and um but it was he was like one of my closest friends. Amazing person. Down to earth what Um he had uh, yeah there's there's just a lot that happened. Mm. 
between his life and the life of, and, and also faith was involved. And um, so one day I was um, I was going to I was going to a uh, I was at the mall. Mm. So I bumped into another artist. Then was Cactus Agony. So Cactus is like, hey. I'm like, hey, what's up? He's like, uh, I'm like, what's up, man? How, how you doing? He's like, yeah. Man, I just came from the morgue uh, to identify a body. And he mentions a guy. And I remember the guy's name he mentioned. Who was the elder brother of this friend of mine. Mm. And when he said, went to identify his younger brother. And I think, I know that guy. And I only know he has only one younger brother. And this is, there's only one guy that could be. And I said, you mean Lassie? And he says, yeah. And I remember I fell, like, right then and there. Like, I fell right on the floor. Mm. And my manager just dropped me off. And he was driving off. And I start calling him, like, Angel, Angel, stop the car, stop the car. I said, my manager at the time was a friend called Angel. So I rushed to the car and I jump in. And I can't stop crying so i call another guy who we're all close to him and we're just and i'm just like bro he's and i found out that he had shot himself oh man you know and when there was a lot to take in because i felt like i should have been there Mm. you know what i'm saying like i should have been there what were you doing that you found was more important what what did you what were you trying to be more impressed to than being there for this person and much of the reasons why um i guess there was a conflict of faith mm. and oftentimes when there's a conflict of faith you don't want to assume that you are around people who are of a conflict of faith mm. But then I had to question myself after like, to impress who? And it became, and I was asked, you know, I was considered to his family, I was considered his closest friend that I was asked to speak at his funeral. And it was so depressing. Like it was so depressing because they had to do a graveside funeral. And I was there talking. I don't remember if I was making any sense. Mm. I was crying most of the time. Um, you know, he's one of those people when when I was do making, he's like, he he identified a lot of my talents early. He said, you know what, man, he's like, I remember him telling me one time, he's like, you know what, I don't know what's going to make you big. Could be your acting, could be your com- comedian, mm-hmm. but I just know you're going to be big. And he was very encouraging in that sense. Um, and so what ended up happening was it, um, it really played a part in, that was the first time I think I can only say that I, 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 I battled with depression. Mm. So you because, know, of that. because of that, from that, I mean, I was already just on the brink of when you're going to shows you know, and everybody's everybody's telling you how amazing you're. Everyone's telling you their life, so you're solving so many people's problems. But then, when you're alone, you're alone. Mm. Uh, my wife at the time was pregnant with um, 
you know, was was, was also just, you know, our, our, our son was small. And um, so I found myself in a time when I was alone, like absolutely alone. And it was just, it was, it was a very, very dark time mm. in my life. I can honestly say it was a very dark time. And what was crazy is that I would go to, you talk with, with Christian brothers and say, hey man, like, man, how's your spiritual life? And everybody was blessed. <laughs> and somewhere I was just looking for someone who could say, I'm also going through, mm. you know what I'm saying? And it was never, I felt like I didn't have any, a lot of natural conversations. Mm. Uh, I was very alone for a long time. Um, I found myself making many decisions that I wouldn't normally make. You know, I found myself struggling with things I never normally struggled with. Um, and I was doing a lot of self-analysis. Like, why? What? And then a lot of reflection of, oh, so that's why people do this. That's why people do that. Mm. And... It was really bad because I think I lost connection with a lot of people for a couple of years, I honestly say. Because even when I, even when, even in 2015, mm. when I dropped um, Love Unleashed, the deluxe, you know, that was now, was the year I was also reaping some of the, the awards from the 2014. Yep. So it was like a clean sweep where I was just... Winning a lot of awards, but nothing was satisfying. <laughs> like nothing, nothing really. <laughs> like to be very honest, nothing was satisfying. It was, um, it was almost like you're in a shell. You know what I'm saying? It was almost like you're in a shell. And uh, I was tired of being used as a, more of an asset. Mm. Do you know? And... In fact, I, I, that's that's one of the things that I wanted to ask you is, so uh, the depression I know may have been pushed over the edge by the death of the of your mm-hmm. friend, mm-hmm. but what was it that pushed you even to the edge? You know, what was the thing that made you steer into that direction? Oof, man. Was it Christian burnout? Ah, was it being put I on a pedestal? It was, um, I think every, everything became affected. Marriage, uh, um ministry the perception of it um just like it's like like you know like where everything over the years mm. just like oh, okay now so that was the time then uh what helped i can honestly say what helped was i then i quit i was like okay i'm not gonna do this music for but at this time bit. you've not dropped your yeah, by this time I dropped the deluxe. No, no, have, uh, uh, wait. Um, I want us to go back. Okay, no, let's just finish this period, then we'll go back to mm-hmm. that second album. Yeah, it's a so it's it's a it's a very complicated issue because it's it's one of those issues where uh, you just you you don't want to you know you don't want to emphasize a certain story because it. it it involves other people yeah yeah, i get it and then when it involves other people it's almost like well their story is not being told you Mm, know what i'm saying i get it and it would be uh my perspective but it wouldn't be the The full full perspective it's a coin it's heads without the tails yeah so the only thing i can reflect on was um where my mind was at that time Mm. 
you know, uh, where my mind was at that time and where um, where it's been in terms of trying to, okay, but what exactly? And so what I think helped me in discovering a sense of meaning was, um, you know, when my second born son was coming through, I uh, said, okay, you got to try and, you know, do something. And then um, there was an orphanage that reached out to me called Face of a Child Foundation. Mm. And they said, uh, we they invited me, they said, would you come and see us and just become an ambassador for us? So when I saw those kids and I started working with those kids, it was, it was really Life-giving. It was really life-giving. So for the last couple of years, I've been supporting the orphanage, uh, taking kids through school, uh, building wells, just, you know, helping them transition even after age. Mm. So, uh, you know, dealing with stories, police issues and whatnot. It's been, a, it's been like, yeah, so it's it's been really good. And then uh, at the same time, there was... um. The Kaiula Childhood Cancer Foundation, mm. which came on, which also invited me and I took up like helping fight children's cancer and visiting kids in hospitals and, and also trying to help raise funds for them. Um, in fact, so the last album, Love mm. Unleashed, when it was nine time to release it, um, we, we actually had a committee and a planning committee and everything. And the whole, so we said, we're going to do this album to give back to charity. Like mm-hmm. we're going to make this album to give everything is going to help fight the children's cancer foundation. So I walked out there with nearly nothing. For and the I, love and yeah, for love, for love revolution. Oh, love, love, love revolution. revolution. Okay, okay. And my intention at that point, what I'd said was I'd actually announced that this is my last album. So I'd announced the public and even done radio, uh, you know, and all the promos were just going out and saying, you know, this is my last album. This is Abel's last album. I'm done. I'm good. Thank you. And I was tired. I was really tired. I was exhausted. I felt like, eh, God, like it's just, it was just like, you know, to be in depression from 2014 to 20, it's like, that's like a long time mm, to like 20, just, 18. 2018 Yo. so I was like I just needed something different mm. because you know um, there is there is a there is um, what can I say there's a way Christians we tend to try to deal with something mm. we handle it with the idea of we can't look bad. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Or this is going to make us look, or this person makes us look bad. So we kind of shun certain people. And that's what kind of, I felt at some point began to happen. So, and I felt like that was the same thing with, uh, that I had allowed to happen that led, that made me feel like I wasn't there for my friend Mm. when he needed me. Also, you felt... Like because of what you were going through, you were. Yes. So also what he was going through, like yeah. I felt like a, he's, you know, and so when, when, um, when, when it came to a point where I was done, 
I was like, it's a wrap. Mm, I like, I can't do this anymore. There's a friend of mine who sent me. But the thing is, you know, one of the things I, I'll never forget was. So in 2014, oh man, how could I almost forget this? So 2014, uh, I'm sitting down. And uh, and I'm in the house and I'm in, and I'm alone. And I'm for three days. I'm not eating. And for three days, I'm alone. And for three days, I, I've taken off all my clothes. I'm just like, just like I, I'm tired. And I'm about to take my life. Yeah, so I'm about to commit suicide. Yes, this is 2014. So in 2014, I'm about to commit suicide. And then, then the Lord just goes, keep going. Keep, keep going. Mm. And I'm like, what? And just like, keep going. Just trust me with tomorrow. And trust me with the day after. And if you ever reach the point where you're just like, you no longer have a plan. Mm. You reach the point where it's like, boom, it's a wall. And everything now is on autopilot. And that's what it became. It was just like, okay, day two, okay. I'm still alive, day three. I'm still alive, day four. I'm still alive, day five. And it was just like one incident after another incident, after another day, after another day, and after another day, and after another day. Yeah. And it was, um, it was really, it was really quite something. Mm. And um, you're alone. You're about to commit suicide. Like it got that bad. It got that bad. Got that. There's bad. somebody who knows God, who's had Jesus, who's met yeah. him, who's had this conversation yeah. with him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine it. Eh? So, so we, you know, it's um, it was quite something. But went through some very dark times. Went through some. And what you find a lot of times is that for a lot of people, uh. You know, when, when you're viewed as an asset, mm. life goes on. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Ministry goes on. Everything goes on. And it wasn't it wasn't a sense of you're seeking attention. You're just like, guys, like, man, like, I'm, I'm really just, I'm exhausted. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I can't do this as, as much as I desire to. Mm. And you, you find that if you've got a gift or something that you're good at, most ministries will think about how to use it. Yeah, especially if it's a front-facing gift. Yeah. Uh, so, got a good voice, service mm-hmm. leading, good looks, those kind of things. Yeah. yeah. So, there was, a, there was an impactful situation um, that was, yeah, that is irritating. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah that, one, that one was a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Give them like a minute. So, yeah. So mm-hmm. let me just let me just check something. This one is a bit loud. It's like they don't want you to tell this part of the story. I-